بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم حضرت مسلم عود رضی اللہ عنہ explain that there is a great trial when it comes to fulfilling our responsibilities under tariq jadeed and that is described in a verse of the Holy Quran. It is necessary to have a pain within our hearts for the honor of the Holy Prophet ﷺ and Islam and for that enthusiasm to be permanent, not just of a temporary nature. Huzur explained that temporary enthusiasm is not what we need. That exists even in a hypocrite. The Holy Quran has described hypocrites as being cowardly people. However, despite their cowardice, If someone were to insult their mother or their sister, then they would be ready to fight that person. This is a temporary enthusiasm that comes as a result of a person's own ego and self-respect being offended. However, the indignation and self-respect of a true believer comes forward to defend the honor of the Holy Prophet ﷺ. It is not temporary, but it is permanent. Huzur explained that the courage of a hypocrite is like that of an insect, that when it is being stepped on by somebody, then it will sting their foot. This is the most that an insect can do, and this is the most that a hypocrite can do. However, the indignation, the self-respect, and the enthusiasm of a believer that comes from his love for the honor of the Holy Prophet ﷺ is such that it moves mountains. If later Muslims had that same sense of self-respect for the honor of the Holy Prophet ﷺ as the Sahaba did, then how could it be possible that there would still be other religions left in the world? People say that Muslims suffer from madness, and that wherever they went, they spread Islam by the sword and force people to accept. Huzur said that although we consider this allegation to be completely false, But on the other end, we wish and we wonder what happened to that madness which used to exist among Muslims to spread the true and beautiful teachings of Islam to the people of all the world. That madness which existed in the Sahaba to teach the beauties of Islam to people of all the world. If only it existed in later Muslims, then Islam would not be in the state it is in today. Huzur said that is it not strange that now Islam has come to such a poor state after it had conquered the entire world. There was a time when ordinary kings would come with humility as insignificant people in front of Muslim kings, explaining the glory that used to exist in Muslims and the great self-respect that they had in the past. Huzur gives an example. In the time of Queen Elizabeth, England was attacked by Spain. At this time, the power of the Turks had been almost completely wiped out. However, at that time, it is narrated that she wrote to the Turks and said that I have heard that Muslims respect the honor of women. I am a woman and I am being attacked by Spain right now, so will you not come to my aid? This is the self-respect and indignation that Muslims were known for, which was even acknowledged by foreigners. In another instance, Huzur explains that there was a place in Palestine which had been conquered by the Crusaders. In that area, Christians attacked a Muslim woman, and they assaulted her and they began to remove her clothes. In this state of desperation, she called out to anyone who would listen, that someone informed the Khalifa in Baghdad that this is what is happening to a Muslim woman, so will he not come to protect my honor? At this time, Khilafat was only confined to Baghdad, and all the other states had become free. Someone passing in a caravan had heard that woman's voice, and when he came to Baghdad, he mentioned it to someone, and that person mentioned it to the Khalifa. At that time, the Abbasi Khalifa was nothing more than a symbolic king. However, even in that time of decline and collapse, It is narrated that the Abbasi Khalifa drew his sword and descended from his throne and called out and announced that I am coming to your aid. Since the Abbasi family had been ruling for a long period of time, they still exercised influence over the free states. And when people heard that the Abbasi Khalifa had made this announcement, then it was as if a fire spread among the people and everyone gathered under the flag of that Khalifa. They went forth and they did not rest until they freed that woman and brought her home. But Huzur asks, what are the circumstances now? It is not the question of the honor of an ordinary woman. It is not the question of the honor of an extremely dignified and respected woman. It is not even the question of the dignity of all women throughout the Muslim Ummah. Rather, it is a question of the dignity of that person who is the beloved of all Muslims, who is the most dignified and honored of people, which is the Holy Prophet ﷺ. And today, in what way is his honor being treated? Openly, profanity and insults are directed towards him. But there is no Muslim who can remove those attacks. They cry tears of pain. And their hearts are burned when they hear such words used against the Holy Prophet 
but their bodies are crippled because Allah Almighty has taken away their capacity to act as a result of their own weaknesses. What can be a more painful sight than this? And what cure can there be aside from the fact that Allah Almighty come with His help? In this way, Hazrat Muslim one who explains the rise of Muslims to the heights of power and now their downfall to the depths of disgrace. In these circumstances, the only possible cure was that Allah Almighty again raise a voice from heaven that would establish the dignity of Islam. When Allah Almighty saw that Muslims had become crippled and their hearts were devoid of the infatuation of Allah Almighty, he raised his appointees so that indignation and self-respect would again be born within the hearts of Muslims. A sense of self-respect and honor is such a powerful thing that even a temporary and incomplete sense of honor can do great things. As was mentioned, it was this sense of honor that awoke a great enthusiasm among the Muslims at the hands of an insignificant king in Baghdad. However, this enthusiasm in them was not a sign of faith. Because if it had been, then the fortunes of Islam would have changed from that very day. It was only a temporary enthusiasm because once they freed that woman, then they went back to sleep. If it had been an enthusiasm based on faith, then it would have been permanent. Azur explained that Islam cannot be revived by such a temporary sense of honor, but rather it can only be revived by a sense of honor that can never be wiped away. It can only be revived by that wounded heart, the pain of which never disappears. It was to establish this madness to defend the honor of the Holy Prophet ﷺ that the promised Messiah came. And Hazrat Muslim one who says that this is the madness that we witnessed in his life. Hazur says that we observed in his every moment, whether he was waking or sleeping, whether he was standing or sitting, eating or drinking, there was a madness within him. It was as if he was in a fire to re-establish the honor of the Holy Prophet Thus Hazur says that we observed the life of the promised Messiah and he was standing in a fire, and it was that fire that he gave to us as an inheritance. And any Ahmadi who does not have this fire in his heart is not a true spiritual son of the promised Messiah So Hazrat Muslim one who explained to us that it is our responsibility to develop that enthusiasm within our hearts that we not rest until we have re-established the honor of the Holy Prophet ﷺ in the world. The Harika Jadid guides us through the sacrifices that are necessary to achieve that objective. And Huzur said that those people who are neglectful and are lazy will be left behind. Huzur explained in one khutbah that the initiative and the plan that is in his mind is one that requires great sacrifices. Those who are weak, there is nothing that we can do but pray for them. But Huzur said that those who are left, they are the ones who we will take forward and they are the ones who will be victorious. Hazur said that some people say that it is not good to scare people, but I say that those who are susceptible to fear can be afraid if they want to. In this way, Hazrat Muslim who reminded us of our responsibilities. In the early days of tariq e jadid there were great sacrifices which were required of the Jamaat, and they were asked on a temporary level and they were even extended beyond that. However, today in this day and age, those sacrifices are not required of us in the present moment. But it may come in the future that those same or even greater sacrifices are demanded of us, and they may be demanded of us for a much longer and extended period of time. We must always be ready with an enthusiasm and a sense of indignation and self-respect for the honor of the Holy Prophet ﷺ in our hearts, and with the fire within ourselves to defend his honor and to establish Islam in the world. The sacrifices of tariq jadid guide us towards that objective. And the purpose of tariq jadid is to create within us that enthusiasm and that sense of honor that is necessary for a living community. That living community that will re-establish the honor of the Holy Prophet ﷺ in the world. If those responsibilities are not fulfilled by us, then Allah Almighty has said that He will send another people who will fulfill those responsibilities, who will not have temporary enthusiasm but will have a permanent fire within their hearts and through whom these blessings of Islam will be established. And so tariq jadid has come as a blessing for us in order to bring us in line with the objective and the great objective that Allah has set forward for us, and it is our blessings and our opportunity to be among those victorious people who are taken forward along with the Khalifa to bring about that grand victory of Islam.